Hello and welcome to the Approaching Schools podcast. I'm Keris Keneally and I help children's activity providers to build key business relationships with schools and nurseries without having to use cold calling or stalking. I want to help you earn a more reliable and consistent income while building your social impact and enriching children's lives with ease. So join me as I take you on a journey and let's make a positive difference together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Approaching Schools. Today we're diving into a topic that might seem a bit old school, but it's incredibly effective when it comes to promoting your services to schools and nurseries. And that is using emails and letters. So grab a pen and paper because we are about to explore how these classic communication methods can still work wonders for your marketing strategy. So first up, let's talk all about the art of email marketing. In an age of social media and instant messaging, emails might feel a little bit outdated to you. But trust me, they are still one of the most powerful tools in your marketing arsenal. And here's how you can really make email marketing for schools and nurseries work for you. You might have heard me talk about my concept that if an email is truly relevant, useful and valuable, there really should be no reason a school or nursery wouldn't want you in. Here are some ways you can implement this idea. Number one, segment your list. Don't just send the same email to every educational setting in your area. Segment your list based on factors like school size, location and specific needs because this ensures your messages are relevant. An email to secondary schools that mentions nurseries and vice versa won't feel very relevant to your reader. And similarly, an email that talks about the specific curriculum you are aligning your services with will resonate with a setting that also follows that curriculum. So nurseries, primaries and secondaries should all receive separate email campaigns for this reason. And send schools and alternative education settings would also benefit from separate campaigns to your mainstream schools. Number two, personalise your emails. Address recipients by their name and tailor the content to their interests or pain points. Personalisation shows you've put in effort and that you care. I don't know about you, but I never read emails with generic greetings in because I recognise they've been sent en masse, they're generic and they're probably quite salesy as well. School receptionists will be thinking the same thing and they won't be forwarding that email on to key decision makers for the same reason. You can even go further with personalisation by using the name of the school or the setting throughout the email or even mentioning something you've noticed that you really like about their approach to learning. Number three, compelling subject lines. Your subject line is the first thing recipients see. So make it intriguing, make it relevant and make sure it's not too salesy. 
One thing that works really well, which I originally picked up from a family member who is a business manager for a primary school, is putting FAO and the name of the head teacher in the subject line to encourage office staff to forward it on. In fact, you can do this with any named member of staff. If there is someone specific with a specific job role that you would really love to contact within that school or that nursery, but it does work best with their name so you can always find the name of the head teacher on the school website. Next up, value-packed content. Provide value in every email. Share educational resources, tips or insights that directly relate to the challenges schools and nurseries face. Problem solving is a great way to attract the attention of busy key decision makers who will be skim reading your email and the highest converting offer you can make in your email is to demonstrate your services in some way. It's for free but not for no money. The money is on its way and there really is no substitute for showcasing what the school or nursery would get if they invested in your services. Finally, have a clear call to action. Whether it's claiming your high value demonstration lesson or requesting a consultation with you, include a clear and compelling call to action. One that gives them enough time to respond, but not so long that it ends up at the bottom of their to-do list. Highlighting your genuine capacity for free demos works really well. After all, it makes sense that an offer that good wouldn't be available to everyone for very long. And give them a deadline so you know how many weeks you'll have to follow this particular offer up before moving on to your next campaign. Remember, the goal here really is to nurture relationships and provide value rather than just trying to push your services, because that is a surefire way to get your email deleted. Class for Kids are proud sponsors of the Approaching Schools podcast. Class for Kids, the leading booking software for kids' activity clubs. Say goodbye to admin, headaches and welcome streamlined efficiency. With Class for Kids, you can simplify registrations, scheduling and payments all in one place. Kenneth's exclusive discount will save you money. Join the thousands of kids' activity clubs using Class for Kids already to transform their businesses. Ready to get started? Click on the link in the show notes to seize this amazing offer today. Now... Let's talk about the impact of handwritten letters. This is all about having a truly personal touch. In this digital age, receiving a physical letter can create a memorable and lasting impression. So here's how you can use letters effectively. So number one, select your targets. Choose a select group of schools or nurseries that you believe would be a perfect fit for your services. You might choose your top 20 or your favourite 50 schools, for example. Which ones are your absolute dream settings? Are they close by? Are they in a particular local area you'd love to work in? Do you prefer schools or nurseries or vice versa? And craft a genuine message. Your message should be sincere and personalised again. Mention something specific about their setting just to show them you've done your research. And I want you to highlight your benefits. Clearly communicate how booking your demonstration lesson or consultation can address their specific needs or challenges. Focus on the outcomes they'll gain, how it aligns with the curriculum, their topics, their values, 
or something coming up on the school calendar. I want you to include a call to action because just like with emails, guide them on to the next steps that they can take, whether that's scheduling a call to find out more or emailing you to book in your demo. And send thoughtful follow-ups. If you don't get an immediate response, send a follow-up letter expressing your continued interest and willingness to help. This will really boost your chances of getting a response. So remember the uniqueness of a handwritten letter can leave a lasting positive impression on the recipient. But here's how you can make your letters really unique with the intrigue of lumpy mail. Because in a world flooded with digital messages, lumpy mail is like our breath of fresh air. So what is lumpy mail? It's essentially sending a physical package or envelope with a lump inside, something that piques curiosity and stands out from the usual flat mail. And here's how you can really master the art of lumpy mail. Number one, I want you to choose the right lump. The key here is to select something relevant and attention grabbing. It could be a small branded item, a sample or a teaser related to your service perhaps. Number two, craft a clever message. Your accompanying message should tie in with the lump and introduce your service in some way. Make it intriguing enough to prompt them to explore it further. And as has been a theme throughout this entire episode, personalization matters. Just like with letters, personalized lumpy mail goes a long way. Address the recipient by name and consider the school or nursery's unique needs. And that all-important call to action, which I'm going to mention again, guide the recipient on what you'd like them to do next, whether it's visiting uh, your uh, demo and getting you to come in to do a visit, or scheduling a call. Make it really clear what you would like them to do to take action. And by designing an unforgettable lumpy mail campaign, Maybe you can think about the following. Creative packaging. The packaging itself should be engaging and reflective of your brand. It should evoke curiosity and excitement. Some of my Approaching Schools Academy members love to use envelopes, coloured envelopes in their branding colours, for example. And the surprise element. Think outside the box here. The lump doesn't have to be expensive. It just needs to be unexpected and memorable. What could you send them? And be really, really focused on your follow-up strategy. Plan a series of follow-up emails or calls if you like, just to ensure the recipient actually received the package and then you get to continue the conversation. And of course, it doesn't stop there. Let's talk about combining emails and letters for maximum impact in a really strategic way. This method really ensures your message gets noticed. So about your initial email introduction, start with an email about the demonstration you're offering to a limited number of schools or nurseries in the area. Mention they'll be receiving a personalised letter in the post. Follow up with the letter, send it handwritten or maybe a lumpy mail campaign a few days after that email. This bridges the digital and physical worlds and reinforces your message. Then I want you to reference the letter in follow-up emails. 
in your follow-up emails refer back to the letter they received. This creates continuity and keeps the conversation going. You can even refer to other members of staff in the school, which you may have sent your letters to as well. For example, a subject coordinator. It gets them talking to each other about you too. And offer to connect. Provide options for them to reach out, whether that's by email, phone or scheduling a demo or a meeting with you. Because by combining these two methods, you create a multifaceted approach that's really hard to ignore. And there you have it, a deep dive into the world of using emails and letters to market your services to schools and nurseries. Because while technology has transformed the way we communicate, the personal touch of a well-crafted email or handwritten letter is still a really potent tool. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Approaching Schools, sponsored by Class for Kids. I hope you're inspired to dust off your writing skills and embrace these classic communication methods. As always, feel free to share your experiences and questions with me in our free Facebook group. It's the Approaching Schools community for children's activity providers. So until next time, keep enchanting your marketing efforts and creating magical connections with the people behind schools and nurseries. And if you want to hear my rather funny horror story about my trial and error in sending lumpy campaign lumpy mail campaigns myself look out for the free approaching schools challenge happening in january thank you for listening to the approaching schools podcast if you've enjoyed this episode do come and let me know in my free group for children's activity providers approaching schools so that i can make more content like this that you'll love you can find me on my socials at keris keneally and my inbox is always open I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and hit subscribe on your favorite platform so you can be the first to know when a new episode is ready. Until then, chat soon.